0: Matthew Thomas you are watching super cool radio I am here in the great city of Indianapolis Indiana with my friends Bermuda's Burton thank you guys so much for hanging out with me
1: (laughs) thank you (laughs)
0: glad we're able to set this up and do it we're here on the uh, University Library here at IUPUI so very cool so joining me at this time we have Cyan on vocals Jake on guitar and Jeffrey on bass Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Thank you for Thank you. Me. So before we get uh, into everything, I want to start with a fun question. Uh, I've, I've seen you guys, uh, it was a really great show at the Black Circle. Uh, but what what are some bands uh, you've played with that people should check out?
1: Um, one that comes to mind, I would say Melodic Body. Because they were just, their energy was insane. We performed with them at the Melody Inn and they were just, their energy was insane. And they brought such a great crowd too. They got really involved with us when we were performing and we just felt really grateful and heartfelt like after that show.
2: So yeah. uh, I think I'd have to say uh, Old Poet was pretty good too. We also played with them at the Melody Inn and they're a good hardcore band, really makes you want to mosh. So that was a really <laughs> fun show. And it was awesome playing with them. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. For me, uh the shirt you're actually wearing, City of the Week, they're pretty cool to see. Yeah. And then like you said, Old Poe as well. I actually work with some of the guys in the band, so it's oh, really? kinda cool to get like to see them on the stage. Nice, yeah, I've, uh, I, haven't, I haven't
0: seen them, I've listened to their music And yeah, it's very very hardcore, but it's, it's good stuff <laughs> uh, Yeah, City of the Week was awesome, I, it was fitting to wear this shirt Because my other Super cool Radio shirt got sweaty last night So, <laughs> you know, being <laughs> out, in, uh, out in the heat for six hours, it does that for some reason
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> But awesome, but folks, then you guys So, uh, how did Bermuda's Burden uh, come together as a band, and how did you choose the name?
2: Well, uh... <laughs> i kind of started, I've always played guitar and always had the idea for a band and uh, we actually had a former guitarist, uh, Blake, he, me and him actually started it and always had the idea. I and, uh, I knew he played bass. I played bass with him in the orchestra in school and he, he was one of my best friends. So I wanted him and Parker, he played drums and band. So I was like, Parker, he didn't have a set though, but I knew he was good at drums. So I kind of... Forced him to buy a set, he bought a set, and then I always liked the idea of a female vocalist, and she was actually my guitar teacher's daughter, and she was always, always an amazing vocalist. I've heard her do her work, and I knew she was amazing, and I asked her, and she was surprisingly way into it (laughs) really wanted instantly wanted to do it
1: which is funny because I came from like a background where I loved pop music and I was like a big fan of Justin Bieber and I was just like metal music hell yeah I'm so down like it's something new and it was it was sporadic and I I loved it and I was so excited when he asked me to become a part of it
2: yeah, it started out kind of like, we were just having fun, jamming, and then we started to get, like, like you know, we could get serious, like, we can do this, like, this is something fun. And playing some good sounding covers and stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. And
2: then when it, as far as the name Bermuda's Burden, though, that was a tough decision, because we've uh, all had names back and forth, but uh, we kind of sat down and had voted, and we each came up with a bunch of names, and we all voted, and Bermuda's Burden won, and he's actually the one who came up with the name, so I'll let him... Yeah, take that um,
3: I, I really like mythical ideas and like ideologies, it helps like different stories stick out, and so like the Bermuda Triangle always fascinated me, so I feel like with when people go to like the Bermuda Triangle, you know, there's like Amelia Earhart, or like, you know, there's other stories of people going there that are extraordinary people that they question why are they lost, you know, and so... My idea with us being Bermuda's burden is we're the ex- we tell extraordinary stories that people didn't have the chance to tell. So that's the burden of Bermuda. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. I really I like the like the meaning behind the uh, the name. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for you, so when did you start getting into metal? Did you uh, get into metal music, or it like, hey, you should check this out? Okay, so like. <laughs>
1: Obviously having my father in my life he played all that stuff all the time So I have listened to all types of genres. I was really not blinded by I'd listen to anything I don't I don't really have a preference But when it was like learning how to scream, that's a total different dabble. That's a total different game So it was a process for me Um, I knew they were like they wanted something like screaming wise and I was like I had to give it to them. so it took it took some growth within myself and us it they challenged me and i could never repay that to everyone in the band because they really they were like no you can do this and they, they really stuck with me on that and we're so much stronger now for that
2: well being vocally trained since you were like five yeah you naturally knew how to work your voice better than <laughs>
1: yeah but it's just like when you have a singing voice and when you start screaming especially if you do it wrong it's like, it's scary because you can blow that and you could permanently hurt your voice and I always was, I love singing and I was in things ever since I was young so I just was like, I don't want to lose that singing quality. So I'm glad I could do both of that and is Burden today.
0: Yeah, that's what really uh, kind of set you guys apart, especially when I saw you guys, um, just how intense your screaming is, but also that you can sing as well. Uh, It was just something I thought was really cool, because it's hard to duplicate that. Sometimes people can do it in the studio, but they can't do it live as well. Mm -hmm. And you guys sound pretty much the same as like studio and live as well.
1: Yeah, it was... I actually learned from Melissa Cross. Uh, she taught like Randy Bly and stuff. She had an online course, so I actually learned how to like scream properly. And I felt like being not being scared to be quiet with the fry scream. Like just like Whoa. like just be quiet, start silent, and then go into a more aggressive. Start with, especially when I'm performing. I just I just progressively get loud throughout the show because I just get progressively intense and angry and I, it's just my abs strength. I just it's all in the abs when it comes to that. <laughs> it's hard to explain the process of screaming, but it's it's fun. <laughs> it's it's a it's a way to get your emotions out for sure. Definitely. <laughs>
0: It's gotta be weird taking online courses, like, like just screaming <laughs> in your room, like, no, it's okay, I'm training, it's okay. It
1: was like, like I came to my dad, I'm like, what am I gonna do, what am I gonna do, like, they want me to scream, like, and he was just like, um, look on YouTube, like, do re- your research, I'm like, thanks, okay, and I did that, and it ended up being okay, it was, it was awesome, so. Yeah,
0: definitely, uh, but Jake and Jeffrey, how'd you guys get started as musicians?
2: Um... Guitar Hero (laughs) I'm a rock
0: band by myself
2: Uh, Yeah, I I played both But I started out with Guitar Hero And just uh, First two and I just seeing You know, Eddie Van Halen, Slash I have listened to them before Even Guitar Hero, my dad Always listened to that kind of music And he also listened to a lot of Green Day And Blink-182 Kind of post-punk type music And I loved it, I just loved the guitar I loved the energy So I just always wanted to play guitar and then for my 10th birthday they took me to the local guitar shop and got me a guitar and I started taking lessons there and and that was at Ramsey Music and that was her father's shop. So I kind of all it's kind of a small world how it all kind (laughs) of laid together and uh I'll let Quinn
3: For me um I, my dad as well listened to like classic rock and other genres similar, uh, so I always saw like John Bonham and other musicians alike. So uh, I first actually started off with drums, so, but that didn't work out. So I tried a bass, I, uh, that's why I met Jake. We played a double bass and orchestra together. And so that actually formed like our bond from an early age. I didn't really stick with that. I didn't really like the double bass too much, but then I picked up electric bass and I started taking lessons with her dad as well. Then that kind of went away and I saw Jake, like later on in high school, I was seeing Jake like he's really good at guitar. I was Like, yo, that's really awesome. I want to try and do some awesome <laughs> stuff too. You know, we were going to see bands like Slayer and Cannibal Corpse and people like Alex Webster and uh, Tom Mariah just like being on stage and just seeing them, the, the energy they gave to people, that, that's what made me want to start playing and do that as well. Okay. Yeah, what else with you guys bring a lot of energy
0: uh, To the stage But also uh, At the Black Circle show You guys were actually In the crowd moshing as well And I thought that was awesome To actually <laughs> be supportive Of the other bands Because sometimes You don't see that With like other uh, opening bands With the other bands as well So I think that was really awesome
3: Sometimes it's hard not to If you got a good song You want to dance to it You
2: know yeah. just, Music is just like It's a feeling you know And I just feel like It's a way to get Emotions out And I just feel like It's metal music. There's nothing like it. There's no energy like it, especially at a metal show. And I feel like a metal show is where everyone comes together and we're all enjoying the music we love. And, you know, we were just grateful to have that opportunity. And we want to play uh, as many shows as we can with as many bands as we can because I feel like we only learn from other bands, too. And I feel like getting to experiencing the shows is important to Mm -hmm. be as a musician as well as performing because I feel like it helps you see from a different perspective you're not just a performer because we're all we're all fans we're all audiences of someone
1: yeah especially in the metal community like it's so diverse and there's just there's so much embracing of each other. I feel like this community is like different from like any other cuz I feel like everyone understands their struggles and their burdens. And <laughs> I I love that. Like it's just the metal community, we all are just we won't get on each other for expressing our feelings or our true angry emotions. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, like I said, community, it's, uh, you know, to, to build a scene to uh, work with people, like, you have to have a community, you have to, you know, obviously get along, but also uh, support each other as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's important.
0: For sure. Uh, so, obviously, as I mentioned, the, the show with uh, City of the Week, The Other LA, and Misunderstood at the Black Circle, I, it was one of my favorite shows just because of the, you know, the energy of the crowd, I know it was super packed, but it was still, it was a lot of fun, at least for me, because I love music. But uh, what can people expect from a uh, Bermuda's Burden
2: show? I
1: mean... Headbanging. <laughs> head head head
2: Headbanging. Headbangers.
1: Um, maybe a few, like, some angry disgusted faces. Like, maybe questionable if they're sitting on the toilet or not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe
1: a people get a crunk. Get a crunk.
2: But it's gotcha. very there's There's parts of it that I feel like is is beautiful too. Like we, we have a melodic sound with it. We're yeah. not just heavy dominant. We can you can come. I feel like there's a lot of songs where you don't have to be headbanging. You can just relax, have a drink, enjoy with, your fr- with friends. Just live music, good live music that we're just happy to be able to
1: mm-hmm.
2: play for everyone. We're we're having probably twice as much fun as everyone out there yeah. We're, yeah yeah.
1: yeah. We have an aspect of like reeling them in. I, I like to say it's we have this melodic start to most of our songs, or even I know Lilith. That's a whole different story. Not even start Um May that when I was really angry, in life, but it's it's a gr- it's a banger. But we we love playing with the the beautiful tones and the melodic tones in our music and um almost because you know that's easier for people to hear i know that's not what people like to say but it is singing and you can hear it but sometimes when you put on screaming there are, some people they will not listen to it yeah. but with our music i feel like it totally deflects that and it just brings our listeners in and it's like oh i can actually listen for the listen to this for the actual song, and not actually for the screaming parts in it too, I feel like it has beautiful within it. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do like you guys have a nice blend of like uh, screaming but actually singing as well. Yeah. Because I mean, I have listened to you know bands like they scream the whole time, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But sometimes I do want to understand something <laughs> occasionally. Uh, but like, you guys, it's it's pretty. Uh, I think mean, it's pretty. Uh, Easy to listen to even though I know it's metal music, but you can at least you can understand everything and the emotions in everything as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which brings me to something. uh recently released a new single entitled Tarot. Uh, how was it um, writing and recording the single?
1: It was a very intense experience, so I know that. Especially for this one. <laughs>
2: yeah, that was my final project at uh azimuth and that was actually the first song I fully produced on my own. Um because Doublesdin and Doublesden and Lilith were uh produced by her father, Tony. He helped us with that a lot. Uh but I learned how to do it myself and I wanted to be able to do it myself. And uh, so Tara is my first song I did. But Tara is funny, is she's had lyrics, meaningful lyrics that she's had for a long time. Then I've had that beginning acoustic riff. I wrote that in high school, and I've just I've had it forever, and I've just I've always known I've wanted it to be a part of a song. Uh, and I remember playing it for her and She said, I have lyrics that this needs to be with. And she sang it and it just fit perfectly. And I was like, what? And then we kind of built, uh, had that heavy riff at the end of the song. I've had that one kind of recently prior to this. And then uh, I knew it was in the same key. So I was like, oh, well, this will work. And then just kind of mended the rest, worked with him, (laughs) worked with uh, Parker, our drummer. And voila! It came out like it was, and we loved it. And got to record it all, produce it all. I spent oh, spent several hours learning, changing things, scrapping things, and I finally was happy with it. Especially after talking to my uh, my instructor, who Ryan at Asmith. He's actually recorded several artists you'd probably know like Phil Insomno from Pantera. Oh, yeah. He has a yeah. he has a double platinum with D twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, he's recorded Snoop Dogg, DMX. Mary so. J.
1: Blige, oh. did music for MTV shows.
2: So when he told me he liked it and he thought it was good, I thought it was good. <laughs> and so that's what you hear now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was like a lot of like, is this okay? Like tweaking, it I knew a lot you were of, like perfection. It was, it was a big,
2: big learning experience. Yeah. And it's, I've taken what I've learned with that and I'm using it and we're recording new stuff now. Actually re-recording Devil's Den and that is going into a new song of ours that we do play live. Sugar Paradise. <laughs> yes. They so I'm gonna recording them all pretty much as a whole one, one big song, and then we're gonna release it as two separate songs. So, but right. yeah. So we have that coming up.
1: Yeah, we're really excited. We have new songs in the works too. We have much new more writings. new stuff. Yeah, new
2: new songs.
1: We actually just for if we're talking about tarot... Um, we just filmed our first music video, and, yeah, too, yeah, I was really excited to do it, um, <laughs> I, good. it was, it's good, because you don't know, like, especially when you're in filmmaking, this stuff's expensive, yeah. so you need to know someone that knows their stuff. Luckily, my stepmother, she's a photographer, and she has all that stuff, so, she helped us out with it, so thanks, shout out to her, uh, and Crystal. Um, but she, it couldn't have been any greater. It was awesome. We found the best locations to film. Um, I had a storyline to go with it. I'm editing it right now, but I'm really excited for everyone to see it. Um, I also have some other things, lyric video, because I do the art and stuff for the band. So um, I'm making a lyric video for it as well. So it's easier for people to see the lyrics so they can know the meaning and the story behind it. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I saw a few photos of the music video. I believe it was uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are working on it, which is awesome. Uh, what can people expect from the the music video?
1: Um.
2: If
0: you're at liberty to say anything.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, Let's, we do we do have the classic live performance part of it, like yes. where we're kind of playing to the song. But some
1: good action shots.
2: Kind um. Of, there's a little bit more to it though. There we have some. There's a story behind it, and it's a little bit more uh, conceptual, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: We had to actually act. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like we actually had to get an acting bone, and they actually had to work with me and be a director at the same time. Like you do this, you do that. Like try to do this. Like it, they were. They had to listen to me and i i praise him for that it, it was, was hot it was really hot it was like yeah, well, for, it was, it's been yeah. really hot in indy for the past couple weeks and i don't know what's going on but it should be getting colder here soon but <laughs> it was fu- it was still fun it was a lot of fun yeah
0: yeah, from the, I think you post like two or three fi- pictures of it It looked really cool, very cool location So I'm looking forward to seeing like the whole music video But yeah, like it's funny, like I went to uh, three shows It was like June, July, uh, two, and two in July And it rained every time mm-hmm. So this is like the one weekend where I showed up for a show And it didn't rain Nice I was like, wow, that's weird
2: I <laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah, it's been, it rained at our show at uh, Black Circle yeah, too because yeah, oh, I showed up Yeah, because you should. (laughs) Uh, I would have loved to play at the outdoor venue, Block Circle. So perhaps we'll get to go back and play there sometime. Yeah, it It was cool. Not a lot. Everyone, even the workers there, said the outdoor venue was nicer to play, especially when it's nice. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Playing outdoors is different too, because I feel like it attracts people to come from like (laughs) who weren't like to playing on hearing music. could be someone in the diner
1: across the street. Like, what is that? I want to
3: go to that <laughs> Yeah,
0: last night it was insane. It was awesome. It was punk uh, punk rock night. There we go oh. And uh, yeah, it was all four punk bands. It was cool. One guy played bass in the Cuban cafe So you gotta work on that
3: Okay <laughs> There you go Just go back there. You yeah. get a wireless system Get a wireless
0: system yep. back there Yeah, he just, he just ran around the grass and then he ran up to the cafe And you could see him through the window playing bass <laughs> Wow
1: I can see you doing that with your analysis. You <laughs> should do
2: that. Yeah. So work on that. That'll be yeah. fun. Know, Both of you guys do it. has been a thought. we thought about it.
3: But. Like a walk into like a breakdown. <laughs> see,
1: I would always like to like just climb on a bar and like sing and stuff. But I like feel like I would get in trouble.
3: <laughs> They're not so gonna stop you. Before, instance, that's, what yeah, exactly. that's, what <laughs> that's
1: what we do. That's what we do. We okay. I'd I'll be,
0: I'll be worried about her falling and hurt myself.
1: <laughs> I'm very clumsy. So that's I was like. nah. I'm scared. Not scared for anyone. I'm scared for myself. I might break something. <laughs>
0: yeah, the gonna ah, Should I try this? Oh, I'm probably gonna hurt myself.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> so, I always take that in consideration, cause especially we don't have health insurance. <laughs>
1: I know he was. He Problems was, in
0: the
3: industry.
1: You <laughs> wanted to do the thing on stage where I get on your shoulders, yeah. and I was like, we tried it once, and I was like, no, put me down, put me down, put me down. I can't <clears throat> handle this. It's oh, it, the heights
2: for it me. It was a trick inspired by Sumo Psycho, and <laughs> their uh, their guitar their lead singer got on the guitarist's back, and they ran out into the crowd while he played guitar and she sang on his back. <laughs> And I just thought that would be awesome to do. That with would you. be awesome. Yeah. So. They're cool. They're a band I really want to see live. In the but works. I
3: <laughs> it's it's
2: saw them. It was two years ago, maybe three now. With Ginger. Oh nice. Well, they're One of our probably yeah. one of our biggest inspirations. There.
1: Yeah, Tatiana's yeah. a big inspo for me for sure. Yeah. She's incredible.
2: Very. They're very inspiring. Yeah.
1: Very talented people. <laughs>
0: Definitely. And just, uh, like, how progressive they can go with stuff, but also sti- still fit into the realm of it sounds like ginger is yeah. just yeah. amazing to me. Yeah.
1: It's just gentey and just so, like, unique-timed. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was listening to a new live album on my way over here because it took me 20 minutes to find a parking spot. And it, <laughs> it, it's just cool how they, you know, it sounds just like their studio stuff. Like And, like, the drumming... Just how they were able to duplicate all that, it's just insane.
2: Yeah, Vlad is insane and he you look at him and he plays guitar and he's an incredible guitarist too and it's like, what? They're just all just incredible musicians that just come together and make an incredible band.
3: Yeah, Eugene's That's probably the reason I bought a 5-string, started learning how to play 5-string like <laughs> bass. Like I was like questionable because there's like that stigma with bass players that like you're supposed to play four strings if you're playing metal and stuff, but like once you get past that and it's like there's more to music than just that.
2: There's no rules in music, that's the thing. You can do whatever you want. Like I don't Mm -hmm. think you should ever feel bad about what you listen to or like what you wanna do, how you wanna make music or how you wanna even play music because people are always gonna tell you you're wrong. But I just feel like music's music and if it sounds good If it sounds good to you, it's going to sound good to someone else. And that's kind of how I view it. Mm -hmm. And if you like it, you like it. That's all that matters. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it shouldn't,
0: you know, uh, genres are there and like, you know, it's like, oh, you should be doing this, should be that. But honestly, I mean, you could just make it your own. It doesn't, you know, just because metal, you only play four string doesn't mean you have to.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, they're, they're incredible how they just break the stigma, like. Stuff like that, and yeah. you know they say Roman. It's weird because he play plays all the stuff In drop a, but he uses a six six string guitar. Uh, it's probably easier that way. Honestly, <laughs> I find it easier, especially. But yeah, you just you do what you want to do. Exactly, just make it your own. Yeah. That's
0: just kind of just with life, anyway. People have told me so much stuff Anything. for the podcast It's like that's not gonna work. It's dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, all
2: right, I'll do it anyway. Some so many people just try to te- like try to tell us, oh, like you can. People try to tell us like how I can make Tara better. I'm like, it's I like how it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like switch the
1: song, like completely rearrange the song, and I'm just like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> wait. This, this is
2: how we're doing it. <laughs> like
1: the song. This is this this our is
2: song. song. Yeah.
1: This is our this is our craft. We can't rearrange it.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's got opinions about stuff and yeah. it is what it is. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we're we're always open to it and stuff and we always consider everything that we hear. It's just what when we feel especially all four of us, we feel connection and we're like, that's it, that's it.
2: When we feel like the song's done, the song's done. Yeah. yeah that's how it should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: What's up? very cool. I know you guys in October have uh, two great shows coming up. Uh, what are they and where are they?
1: Well, we got one Richmond, the Girls Badass Show. It's with uh, <laughs> with uh, misunderstood. Yeah. Um, they didn't who's the other one? I don't think. Uh, I feel
2: like I know there. One of them is a San Diego band. They um, didn't tell
1: us. I don't remember.
2: Oh, I know, I know, I know.
1: Misunderstood the us well, <laughs> to yeah. play with us. So that was really cool for them to asking us to go to Richmond, which is going to be crazy because we're going to have to rent a
2: U-Haul for that. Some kind of nightmare. Some, some kind of, of nightmare. And okay. out okay. in public. And what out. day is that? That is uh, Saturday, two weeks from today. Saturday, October 2nd. So be there. In yes. In Richmond at Richmond. East Street Pub. And then the following Thursday, we have a sh- another show at the Mbaldi Inn with Third Rail.
1: Third Rail,
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm really excited <laughs> to perform with them. They seem like they would write shit up. So a pit.
2: lot. So a couple fun shows coming up. <laughs> yeah. We're excited to play those.
1: Yeah.
0: Definitely <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely if you make it to one or both, it'd be an awesome time. Uh, I've never been to Richmond, so but I've heard it's a cool city. I got friends there, uh, so definitely check them out. But um, folks on Indianapolis, obviously, you guys live here. Uh, what is like the music scene like in here in Indy?
2: It's been interesting, especially with COVID, because yeah. when we first when we first started to actually say we were ready to play shows was January February of twenty twenty, and then <laughs> we started talking to promoters. And then COVID happened and then there were no shows and then I kind of, uh, for us, I think it ended up changing how we, and I think it ended up being good for us. Cause I think we ended up working more on our craft and no. bettering ourselves and then started, uh, Tara came out of it and so did Lilith actually. And, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. But right now it's it's a little it's it's a little slow but it's uh, metal is definitely alive and well in Indy for sure and I think there's just more the venues are just kind of trying to wrap around the whole covid situation and it's just kind of hard to really fully get their shows out there and get the numbers the venues even want to get and but I think it's kind of starting to finally get back into full swing and I think there's finally starting more and more shows coming so
1: people want to get out
2: oh for sure they
1: they're tired of being at home they want to go and they want to listen to their favorite bands and they want to mosh and I can't blame them
2: I think (laughs) punk is uh punk and metal has been uh up and coming definitely the bigger genres in Indianapolis for sure Um,
0: definitely at least for the shows I've been to. Uh, I didn't start coming to Indy until like uh, February of 2020. I saw Alter Bridge, but then like to actually consistently come back to India about once a month started pretty much when we started, things were starting to open up. Mm-hmm. So I saw Wild Street and then uh, saw you guys, obviously, and some other bands too, so. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like coming to Indianapolis, uh, even though minus the construction it takes me three hours. Other than
1: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for that, that, that one.
0: Yeah. Just yeah, just just a little bit, just you know, sitting in traffic yelling at people. Other than that, it's totally cool. It's
1: the best place to be.
0: <laughs> um, but uh any a fun question as I wrap up this interview. Uh, what music have you guys been listening
2: to this week? Um, We've already talked about Ginger. The new Ginger album. Yeah. Mashuga. G- Ginger. Sh- a lot of Mashuga, like two
3: thousand early. Sure
1: I, I've been That's listening awesome. to
3: like,
1: an uncomfortable amount of Slaughter to Prevail.
2: That's Slaughter just, to Prevail, yes. They just came Brother. out with
1: their new album. <laughs> Very brutal. Nice. Um, perfect gym, or just running, intense album.
2: <laughs> I've been listening to Avenged Stonefold since I was 12, so yeah. still listen to them all the time to this day. Gojira. you. Yes I have a lot of heavy bands come on Especially at the, at the gym <laughs> Yeah no. Yeah. people Jesus. catch me Because I just I get into the music I forget about everything I'm just Got that leg hit. on
3: are <laughs> <laughs> like You got a weird twitch just, What's
2: wrong with the guy? Oh it's fine I'm I, just That's normal Don't worry about it Cannibal Corpse <laughs> Sorry
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As, as everyone should be anyway I mean Yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Everyone should listen to Cannibal Corpse. it just brightens your day Believe it, it or not, it does It
1: does, it makes it feel better
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mostly listen to like punk and Metal uh, when I'm working out If it's fast or heavy, I'm probably gonna listen to it While working out yeah. Especially running
1: <laughs>
0: So yes. yeah Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And I try, not, I try not to, like, yell at people. Like, just, you know, not, not even trying to, like just singing the words.
2: and like, oh, I'm sorry. Don't, <laughs> don't mind me. It's hard not to. You want to get into it. You know the words. You just want to let it all out.
1: <laughs> when, Definitely Yes, sure. I want to do that when I'm on the treadmill. But, and I do it sometimes, and people look at me, and I'm just like, oop, did I actually say something?
2: <laughs> it gives you energy, I yes,
1: swear. <laughs> like, wording him. Like, wording the words. I actually think I say it sometimes. <laughs> to scare people next to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's our shit. should be Social distancing but don't, don't work out next to me if you don't want to listen to metal
1: Yeah, exactly
0: Well, I've wrapped up this interview As I've been saying, I've been chatting with Bermuda's Burden uh, Please check out the stream support them I'll leave some links for them uh, for them in the description Because we have the powerful uh, technology I can do that uh, Make sure to check out their new music video When that will be released uh, Make sure to listen to Tarot And uh, before I let you go Before I wrap this up uh, how are you guys going to close out 2021 And then your plans for 2022
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Trying oh, to or get nothing. <laughs> Trying to get more uh, Like I said I was recording some stuff My goal is to uh, I would like to have that out before By the end of 2021 mm-hmm. But I'm not going to put a date on anything yet. Just yet We still have some work to do but, just keep playing shows Gaining more fans yes. Meeting more people And I think 2022 We definitely want to start Hitting the road more yeah. Getting more uh, Places we've never Even been before ourselves Yeah, uh, Just around the United States Wherever we can So possibly A full blown tour Or just some road shows We'll see But that's definitely in the works and definitely, there's lots of new music writing mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Got lots of new music written, and we gotta piece it in together as long as, as long as getting the stuff we do have written out for everyone to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right on.
2: Yeah. A lot of
1: new ideas floating around, yeah. I do say. It's really exciting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I definitely look forward to uh, seeing what you guys got uh, in the works. Definitely look forward to seeing that music video when that will be released. Uh, so, um, definitely check them out. Keep an eye on Premier's Burden. See them live when you can. I'll leave links for both those events in the description October 2nd in Richmond and October 7th in Indianapolis. Make sure to see them live.
2: Thank you so much thank for thank having you. us. It was so much yes, fun. Of course. Yeah.
0: For Quinn, Jacob, and Cyan, I am Matthew Thomas, the host of Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Stay frosty.